want to do anything to scare your children. That's the last thing we want to do. We don't want to scare anybody. Welcome to Acting on the Run, the podcast. Welcome to episode 15 of Acting on the Run. I'm your host, Christian Kelly. I thank you so, so much for joining me. I thank you so much for tuning in. Anybody who's been listening and following with the podcast, um, if you are new to the podcast, welcome. Thank you for tuning in. I hope I'm able to give you some type of of information, some tips, tricks, um, and just overall insight into the world of acting, entertainment, entertainment. And a lot of things that I have to share can be cross-used. So if you're not in the entertainment industry, that's okay. A lot of the different um, strategies and things that I discuss on the podcast can be used across multiple fields of work. Um, You just have to listen and really take what you can from it because all knowledge, you know, can help. All information can help. It just depends on how you apply it. So I hope to give some information, tips, and some and some entertainment value to this podcast so that, you know, you can get to where you want to be as I strive to get to where I want to be. So again, welcome back. This is Acting on the Run, episode number 15. Um, I have a lot of different things that I would like to talk about in this episode I know that it's been about two months since the last episode, but that's okay. We've been getting a lot of work done. Um, A lot of things have been happening, so I'll just go ahead and dive in. One thing that I do want to start the episode off with, and which will probably be the title of the episode, is going with the flow. You got to go with the flow, or in another term, go with the current, and when I say go with the current, that can mean a couple different things. So going with the flow or going with what's presented right now. So going with the current. So what's current? What's right now? What's happening right now? What do you have access to right now? What opportunities are being presented right now? Despite what the overall goal is, but what's being presented right now? I feel that that's a good place to start to whomever and especially for myself um, and to any other actor, artist, whether it be music, whether it be on film, on stage, behind the camera, whatever it is that you're doing as an artist to go with what's presented in front of you, go with the current, go with the flow. And so I'll just give an example by what I'm trying to say by that is that my goal in acting is to you know do as much as possible and put as much content out as possible because it's something that I enjoy doing however I don't necessarily own a studio or own a production company as of yet so a lot of times as a as an actor I'll have to find work so I can create my own content but at the same time to get content out to a wider audience a lot of different studios 
can help with that. And a lot of different opportunities can help with that because we all have to work together in order to make this thing work. So not being able to actually just pick and choose when, you know, I'll work and when I'll get uh, selected by a certain producer or a certain uh, studio to actually come and do work either on film or on stage a lot of times can be frustrating because the goal is to get on camera and be able to express your gifts and your talents that you have prepared to share with the world but a lot of times as artists and this even goes um, for musicians because as a as a current musician myself I can't necessarily you know just say okay I'm gonna put out this record and I know that this record is going to be the biggest record of the summer because I'm not necessarily connected to a particular label or to a particular um what would you call it um when you're getting your music distribution so I don't necessarily have a distribution contract with any particular um, company so in those instances I have to always remind myself and it's something that I would like to remind any artist or any individual that's listening and I'll tie it in to other I guess arenas of work in a second but just to go with what's, pre- was, with what's being presented in front of you so for example I'll I'll do auditions maybe every other day or every two or three days um, and but I can't necessarily choose if that casting director or if that producer is going to actually select me and the same with music I can write you know some great music or some great ideas or concepts but I can't necessarily decide what's going to you know hit with with the masses you know what what's going to actually hit you know we as artists can't necessarily decide that all we can do is put our best into the work and put it out you know or do our best work for whomever we're working with or working for and then you know hope for the best that's all that we can do in reality yes you can promote and you can you know you can put stuff up on social media and you can you know Uh, tell people about it word of mouth you can do all of that but we can't decide what's actually going to hit it just has to happen Um, so during the process of going through auditions and you know trying to get more and more work and more and more opportunities you hit you know kind of a wall because you keep pushing and pushing and pushing and planting these seeds and planting these seeds and eventually, you know, those seeds, it will, you know, it will come time to harvest at some point. But in order to keep, you know, keep the creative juices flowing and keep your keep your energy up and to keep, you know, and just keep on going, keep on going. You have to do things that come to you because you can push, push, push. But at the same time, what's being presented to you, what's coming to you, you know, what's being put in front of you. And one of the things that has been presented my way 
is voiceover work. Voiceover work slash um, audio narration, meaning doing uh, narration for a book that wants to be put on an audiobook platform. A lot of people are looking for people to read their books and make them audiobooks. Now, you don't necessarily make them audiobooks. All you're doing as an artist is just recording what's in the book. And then, of course, the, um, the author of the book, he'll place it where it needs to be placed. But in some instances, you as the artist have to place it where it needs to be placed. It depends on the platform. But I was presented with a lot of voiceover work and narration work and it's something that I wasn't necessarily looking for because the goal for well not the goal I should say but my idea initially of what I wanted to do was to be on camera be on camera that's what I wanted to do I wanted to be on camera be in and make that work because that's that's how I was introduced into this industry was on camera I didn't come into this into this industry through you know through theater or through necessarily music or through different forms of art I came I was introduced to the industry straight on camera you know my first my first job was a uh, a, um, a TV commercial it was a KFC commercial that was my first job that I was ever ever given I can't even remember how I got that job but that's what was presented to me and that's how I entered into this industry and so a lot of us have different avenues in which we've come into this industry and as and I can only speak for myself because I spent I can't speak for everybody but when that happened it put it in my head that okay this is what I need to be doing because this is what I'm happy doing. This is what I'm comfortable doing. So getting that in my mind, I went from there to, okay, this is all I want to do. You know, if it's not on camera, I don't want anything to do with it. And that, and, and that actually steered me away from going into theater because I enjoy this one aspect of film whereas though you can cut, delete, restart if you forget a line you can be fed a line or you can reread your script where you know so you can do film over and over and over and once it's put out you know nobody sees the 15 takes or the you know however many takes it took to in order to get that perfect shot nobody sees all that everybody sees one take you know so my excitement about that was okay well you know I can just do the work. If I need to redo it, okay, cut, redo. Uh, what's my line again? And so as as an on-camera actor, you can get comfortable with that. And I got comfortable with that. However, and I mentioned it, and I mentioned this in a previous episode of the podcast that once I was and this goes with going with the current as well that once I was presented with a theater opportunity that that actually forced me to kind of open up, you know, open up my bag and really get into it and really, you know, put some put some extra work 
into my craft and to get better at my craft. And this is just a sidebar, but anyone who is going into um, acting or production in general, if it's something that you would like to do, especially on screen, if, if doing on screen work, um, commercial work is something that you want to do, that I would suggest at least trying to do um, theater at least once. You know, if if theater, live theater isn't your thing, that's cool too. Um, I do have another note about that that I'll get into later in the podcast, but if 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 that's not your thing and you just want to be on camera, that's cool, but theater and doing theater really helps because it helps you to work on your techniques because in theater you get one take you know of course you have rehearsals before you actually put your show on or before the show is debuted you have rehearsals however on on the show you know you get one take one chance you know if you if you mess up you mess up if you if you flow through it awesome but you get that one shot so you don't have time to really you know worry about what's going on and really think about too much because on camera you know there's so many adjustments that can be made you know so many minor adjustments that can be made that you get kind of lax um and i can't speak for everybody because everybody isn't the same everybody doesn't use the same processes and, and everything like that but you can get real relaxed but however in theater it forces you to be on you have to be on because you have a crowd staring right at you looking right at the stage so you have to be as perfect as you can be and I know that nobody is perfect I'm not perfect but when presenting a show I want to be as perfect as possible so that that way the audience and whomever is viewing this can get what what can get what they were supposed to get out of it. So whatever the writer, director, producer, whatever their ideas were for this, and then them casting me as a character to play a character in their production, I want to be able to nail whatever that vision was. Of course, with adding my own and, you know, you as an artist, your own input into it, you know, because you always want to at least... I try to do this. I always try to make a character my own. So whatever role I'm playing, no matter what it is, I always try to make it my own because I have to give my own flair to it because if not, then, you know, what makes me different from any other Joe Schmo or Jane that's out there, you know, because there's a lot of people fighting for a limited a limited amount of positions and slots. So... You know, because if you watch a show or something like that, it's not a million people always on it. Of course, you know, some productions have, you know, mass castings and have, you know, thousands of people a part of it. So that's different. But um, smaller shows, not necessarily smaller as, you know, the uh, the audience that they'll reach, but just a smaller cast show. So if you have a core cast of, you know, maybe five or six or you know or seven people or ten people if that's your core cast then that's ten ten slots out of the millions of people who you know are in this industry and trying to break through that you know 
those 10 slots, you know, if you were selected as one of those 10, then you have to take great pride in that and great honor in that. And so you want to be able to give your best and then at the same time, you know, give you because it's you that the people want, that the producers want, you know, when they see you or when they, so if they cast by headshots or if they cast by auditions or if they cast by reels, because all casting directors and producers, they'll use different things. So some will cast just through a headshot. Some will cast just through a slate. Some will cast and a slate is, is just, you know, basically an introduction. If anybody does not know, a slate would be like, hey, my name is Christian Kelly. Uh, I'm located in Los Angeles, California, um, you know, a slate is just giving your basic info for that casting director, producer to be able to know who you are before they actually see your audition. But again, some won't even have you to audition. Some will just cast you based off of your slate. Um, that doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen. Some may cast you by your audition. Some may not want you to audition. Some may want you just to um, send them your reel. And your reel, for anybody who doesn't know, is just a, um, a compilation of some of your work. So, um, and a lot of times, and this is a sidebar kind of, but when I was first introduced in this industry, um, a lot of these different things that we need and that we use for um, for casting and for um, and for submissions, a lot of times when it's first introduced, it's introduced and it seems so like oh man, like I gotta have this, I gotta have that, I gotta have this, I gotta have that, and it seems like a lot when you don't have any of it. So when you don't even have one headshot, you know, all the things that's needed, you know, your um, your measurements, you know, um, do you want a headshot, you know. Um, with one look, with another look, with your hair, you know, out, your hair done, your hair cut, you know, if you're a male, you know, um, do I want to have a headshot with my beard? Do I want to be clean faced? It's a lot of different things. If, if, if you're a woman, do I want to have my shot with my hair up, my hair down, um, makeup, no makeup, you know, just, just all these little things. And, and when you're starting from zero, from scratch, that it can seem intimidating because it's like, man, I don't have any of this stuff. But as you go along, you know, even if you don't have it from day one, as you go along, you'll end up collecting all of it. So as so for anybody out there who is beginning their journey in this industry, that don't let anything necessarily um, stop you or deter you from doing what it is that you you know dream to do or that you want to do because again step by step is how all of this works so so if 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 you need to take one step and get that done take that step get that done and now you're you know one step further along than you were yesterday or when you started and just keep on taking those steps and you know over a short time period you'll have everything that you need you'll have your hair shot you have your reel you'll have your measurements you'll have more pictures you'll have you know, more material to use for your reel um and it just all comes so don't be so intimidated by not having certain things because 
they'll all come, you know. So always remember to have patience. But at any rate, getting back to what I was saying as far as with going with the present, going with the current, that I was so focused on just doing theater. I mean, excuse me, just doing uh, on on camera work, so on film work, that I kind of shut out the the opportunity for theater because it wasn't necessarily what I wanted to do. I'm like, nah. And a lot of us can get like that because if it's something that you want to do, you know what you want to do. So, And I actually had a falling out with a fellow artist about this same topic because we get so stuck on what we want to do. Like, nah, this what I'm doing, this what I'm doing, and forgetting to do what's present what's current, what's presented in front of you. Yes, you're an artist. Yes, your forte may be in this lane, but um, how are you going to grow as an artist if you just stay in that one lane? It's like a basketball player. A basketball player um, can be a high flyer, like, you know, like, um, for example, um, Derrick Rose, you know, for those who know um, who know basketball, Derrick Rose was a high flyer. He was a beast. You know, he was dunking over everybody, you know, anybody in the lane. You know, he's coming in and he's, you know, dominating them. But then his game had to expand in order for him to be able to remain in the NBA and to still be able to play the game that he loves. And a lot of players are like that. Um so you have to develop your game. Kobe Bryant, you know, when he was young, number eight Kobe, you know, he was dunking on everybody. You know, uh, he was going in, dunking, shooting, flying through the air like um, like Mike. And so, but as he got older, you didn't see him doing all that much. You saw him develop his mid-range game, his, you know, his um his back to the basket, you know, the turnarounds, the fadeaways, and that may be more for those who know basketball, but my point is is that you have to expand. You can't just stay in one thing like this is all I'm going to do and if you don't accept it, you know, oh well, because having that type of outlook and that type of attitude is going to limit what you're able to actually do and what you're able to, and what roles you're able to get cast for. And one thing that we don't want is we don't want to be typecasted. And I know that well I don't know, but I I would hope that those who do watch film and TV and commercial and, and everything that you start to notice when people get typecasted. So if you see um because I was actually just watching something the other day um and this, and this may be just my opinion, but um, and I don't want to get the name wrong. So if I if I do get the name wrong, excuse me. But I think it's Matthew McConaughey. I think that I think that's his name, Matthew McConaughey. I think I could be wrong. Um, I'll double check it, and if I am wrong, I'll you know, excuse me, sir. I apologize. No disrespect. But when I see some of you know, because I'll see him in a lot of. Um, a lot of commercials I've seen movies that he's been in and a lot of times I'll see him in roles you know that are real sad real you know um real somber roles that that are trying to you know poke at the heart you know and that's even in in commercial you know and 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 just by you know the delivery and and it's cuz I was just watching something on um, on YouTube 
and the commercial it was just so sad and like but I have seen him in a couple different um commercials like that and like no matter what the product is like I've seen him in a car commercial and it just it, it was just like a sad like it just makes you um it's it's just real serious but that's you know that's a niche that he found and I'm not hating on that you know by all means you know if somebody is paying you to do your work then do it but I'm just using that as an example of when you get you know typecast like oh you know you're the deep emotional type we're gonna have you do deep emotional roles and deep emotional commercials and 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 advertisements and and again no disrespect you know I'm just using that as an example or you know for another example um if you see some people um like like um like uh, Danny Trejo um he'll get cast for a lot of gangster roles a lot of you know Mexican gangster roles and so I'm I, I'm sure that he doesn't have any problem with it and if I and if it was me I wouldn't necessarily have a problem with it because they have to pay you and at the same time it does get your you know your name and your voice and your face out there more so it's not necessarily anything wrong with it but me personally I don't necessarily want to be typecast like like me um I've done a lot well not a lot I want to say maybe three or four roles where I was like where I was like a thug character or like you know not necessarily a gangster in those words but like a thug character like a you know like a LA you know thug type character and I don't necessarily want to be typecasted in that but you know being as though that my career is young in comparison to some at the moment I'll take that you know that's not all the roles that I have gotten but I have gotten a lot of a lot of those type of roles and so I just try to be mindful of that because I don't want to always take just those roles you know yes you know it's good you know to put on a resume and have you know more and more experience but I don't want to be typecasted for that where okay where if somebody's looking for that role that's what they're gonna you know think of they're gonna say oh you know let's put um Christian Kelly in it now if it's if it's worth it I'll do it but just to keep doing the same role over and over and over and over I don't like that um I think that's redundant and I think that that keeps you in a certain box so um getting back on topic being current allow things to actually happen allow things to change change is a good thing so when I was presented with a theater opportunity again I didn't want to do theater I didn't have an interest necessarily in doing theater but and and when I auditioned well not when I auditioned for it but when I submitted for it and what I mean by submission is when you send over your headshots or your reel um when you submit for a project that you want to have an opportunity to audition for or have an opportunity to be a part of that I didn't know well maybe maybe I knew but I forgot that I was submitting for a theater project you know um and so once I got it and I realized or once I actually went to the audition and realized that it was for theater that I was like okay well since I got it I'll do it you know and it was actually you know fate because when I did it it forced me to focus in on my craft because it forced me to be more polished 
than I was. So going into the theater production, I was at a certain level with my craft, but after it, I was at a level higher than I was when I started because of the experience, because of the work that I had to put in and that any thespian has to put in to in order to put on a theater production because it's live and there's no retakes even um even you know shows um with a live audience not not theater but like a studio show that has a live audience that you want to be as on point as possible in that respect but at the same time even a show you may do a take you know, two or three times, or you may, you know, forget a line and then have someone feed you your line or, you know, take a look back at your script. You're allowed to do that because in the end, it's still on camera. Even even though you do have a live audience there watching, you know, you're still on camera. So you have the ability or the crutch to be able to stop, redo, or if, if you as an artist you know, if you do your part as perfect as possible, the director still has the ability to stop if he sees something that, okay, that he wants you to adjust or whatever have you. But in theater, you don't have that opportunity to stop and adjust and redo. So um, when I did theater, it forced me to learn different tools and learn different tricks of the trade to be able to make my presentation that much better and my performance that much better and my preparation for a performance or for an audition that much better and so since that was what was presented to me which was which was what was current at that time that it was in my best interest to go with it and I did it and it came out great and it made me a better artist it made me a better um it it helped my study habits in regards to you know studying a script or studying a film um preparation for it because all knowledge is helpful you know even if you can't utilize the knowledge immediately all knowledge is helpful in some way so that was me going with what was current at that point well now at this point you know I've been doing a lot of voiceover work and and a lot of book narration work and so is it necessarily you know what I want to do on film? No. However, it's still an outlet as an artist because you're still able to put your your flair and your, you know, your voice is on this project, whether it be a voiceover, you know, for a film, for a cartoon, or whether it be narration for a book or for a movie or for a film, whatever have you, that it still is a way to be able to get your voice out there. Your face may not be out there as it would be on scrim, uh, on scrim, on film or on, on stage, but you're still getting your voice out there. And that's something that I had to, you know, accept myself because when I was presented with you know voiceover and narration work and that's something that I encourage other artists to get into you know even if you're not even if you're not an actor if you do music you know vocals are your thing if you're a singer vocals are your thing so to be to just continue to do that but at a different aspect so instead of singing or rapping or you know making a melody doing voiceover or narration work 
it's good practice. It's good practice. It's good experience. Um, and it's something that was presented to me. So, you know, I go ahead and go with it. So I would like to encourage anybody who is an artist out there that not to say that you have to go and search out for a voiceover role or a narration role, but if it's presented to you, go with the current. Go with go with what's current. Even if you're even if your goal is okay, I want to get on this show. I want to, I want to, you know, get on this production, you know, in some type of aspect. Even that, even if, even if that is your goal, if that's not presented currently, go with what's presented to you, because what's being presented to you is just going to make you better for what you want to do, you know. Um, at least that's my opinion. If anybody else has a differing opinion, you know, feel free to chime in send an email, leave a comment, whatever have you, but that's just my opinion. Do what's presented in front of you, and I feel like that'll open more doors after that because I know that as an artist, I would love to be able to put something out, have it, you know, boom, have, you know, have millions of people to view it, enjoy it, and to, you know, reap the benefits of it, but there are steps that goes in between that, so... Always take with what is presented to you. Go with the flow. Don't necessarily try to force anything because things forced don't necessarily always come out how we would like them. So we don't want to force anything. Um, and that's in any aspect. So anything that you're trying to do, if you have to force it, then it's not it's not necessarily it could be worth it. I don't want to say it's not worth it because it could be it could be worth it to you as an individual. But I would say with with the overall big picture and grand scheme of things that nothing should be forced. You know, of course, we'll have to force ourselves at times to, you know, get up and motivate ourselves to, you know, get going and, you know, um, work on a project or something like that. But. What I mean by force is like if you're trying to, you know, if you're going for a certain role or a certain job, you know, and like you're facing um, not not that you're hitting a wall, but that it's not going as smoothly as you would like. And you're just kind of having to put forth extra, extra effort to, you know, push, push, push to, you know, um, to try to reach this goal that you have for yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, always aim for your goal but when certain things come along the way you know deal with those you know defeat those little goals that come along the way because each little thing is going to be um is going to be beneficial to your overall goal so take what's presented in front of you right now and then just keep on aiming towards your ultimate goal because it all helps it all helps and it all works out. So um, moving on, but again, I say it again, stay with the current, go with the current, go with what's present. It really does work. Um, just to kind of talk about something that I spoke on in a previous episode as well, I mentioned that me and my friend Marcel who Marcel, he was on Or Cavalier. Um, I can't remember if I introduced him or if he introduced himself as Marcel or Cavalier, but um, great artist. Me and him actually 
teamed up to do an episode of Pictionary. And that happened to air, I want to say about a month or so ago, maybe two months ago, maybe a month and a half ago. So not too long ago. Um, I'm, I'm not sure exactly, you know, where it aired, all of them, but I know that I know that it aired in like the Northeast, so I know that, you know, like Michigan, Ohio, New York, I know like in that area, like that Northeast or like Midwest area, I know that it aired over there. I'm not sure about the West Coast per se, um, but it is on on um, on YouTube as well. If you look up Pictionary, um, we did an episode with Christina Alonzo, I think was her name, and Matt what was Matt's last name? No disrespect to Matt. I just can't think of the last name right now. Um, but but we did an episode with them. Um, it was a great time. It was a it was just awesome. We um, we happened to win, which was great. We did not lose. It was a, it was a close game. But if you're interested, check out that episode. Um, what I'm gonna do actually. Is I'm gonna put it on my YouTube page, and for anybody who does not have my YouTube, uh, it was, I'm sorry, I got her name all wrong. I said Christina. It was Christella Alonzo and Matt Eisman. Christina, Christina. Why well, I keep saying that? I'm so sorry, but Christella Alonzo is a comedian, and Matt Eisman, he did a lot of work on um, American Ninja Warrior, I believe, and so. We did an episode with them, and it was just so much fun. It was a great, great time. So if you do get a chance, please check it out. I hope you like it. It can be found on YouTube under the under uh, under Pictionary. So if you look up Pictionary Game Show on YouTube, you will find it. It's a show. It's a show that's run through Fox. So um, you may see it on you know on local stations. You know because you know how they show game shows on um on local stations you may see it there or if not you can look on youtube and you can find it that way um but it's with christella alonzo and matt iceman is who we did it with so be sure to check that out if you want to leave a comment about it you know feel free if you do leave a comment on um on youtube if it's not on cause i'm gonna put the video on my page but if you don't view it on my page and you view it on the actual pictionary page you know if you leave a comment um tag me in it if you want to you don't have to but if you do at least i can you know say thank you or you know give a comment back or if you ask a question i, I can answer it but if you view it from my youtube or if you view anything from my youtube my youtube is mr c l k so that's m r c l k just like that simple straight to the point you'll be able to find me you'll find a lot of work that i've done well not everything i've done but you'll find um my podcast you'll find um some music on there and you'll find just some clips of some different work but I know everything isn't on there, but it's it's something. So be sure to check that out. Lastly, well, not lastly, but before I move to my next topic, I would just like to say be consistent. You know, whoever whoever is out there 
going for a career in entertainment or going for any career, even if it's not in entertainment. If you're doing something in accounting, if you're doing something in um, psychology, if you're doing something in, in education, if you're doing something in automotive, if you're doing something, you know, in production, whatever you're doing, be consistent. Be as consistent as possible. And I know that I've always had this thing where with this podcast, I wanted to be able to be as consistent as possible and give an episode maybe once or twice a month or at least once a month or once a week. Um, I've kind of fluctuated with that, but be as consistent as you can be. So take what's presented in front of you. And sometimes when you take what's presented in front of you, it could change It'll change plans that you may have had yesterday. So if your plan, so like my plan when I started this podcast was to give an episode maybe once a week, twice a month, um, or at the least once every month. And I've tried to stay as close to that as possible. I know that some time does pass in between, but stay on it you know because things will come you know opportunities will come and that will kind of divert you know the time that you have to spend on a certain project but don't just forget about the project so I'm never going to forget about my podcast I know time does pass in between when I'm able to do an episode you know from 14 to 15 which we're on now but I'm always going to come back to the podcast and whatever project you're working on as an individual, you know, if other opportunities come up, take advantage of those opportunities. Don't don't, you know, discard or wipe away with an opportunity because no, it's not going with what you wanted to do because again, we can't always choose, you know, when we'll be cast or when our music will be picked up or when we'll have an audition it's kind of you know by chance it takes a little bit of luck you know and being consistent helps with that so when a job does come do that job when an opportunity does come take advantage of that opportunity then when you're done with that get back to your project and just keep on going and keep on going so be as consistent as possible I say that to you but it's also for me because I have to remind myself all the time, you know, to keep going, you know, be consistent. So that's, I just want to share that with you guys. Another thing that I want to talk about on the podcast today, I want to talk about, I want to talk about life on, well, life on set or um, more importantly, I'll just start with accountability. I want to talk about accountability. You, we as artists have to be accountable for what we do, what we say, um, because it's what people are going to see or hear. And everybody in their roles, whatever role you may have in a production or if you're not in entertainment, whatever role, excuse me, whatever role you have in your particular field of work that you want to be able to be to to accept and take accountability for your work you know always you know take pride in your work and always put forth your best effort 
in your work, no matter how you feel personally, no matter what's you know been happening in your in your personal life away from the project, whatever project that is you're working on or wherever you work, you know, whatever is going on outside of that, when you when you get into your arena, whatever arena that is, whether it be in entertainment, whether it be in education, whether it be in automotive, whatever it is, when you get into that, take accountability for your actions. You know, always always remember that you have to, you know, take pride in what you do. So don't don't let and only reason why I mentioned this is because I've I've had experiences, you know, dealing with different individuals to where as though that a lot of times if someone if someone makes a mistake that the right thing to do is to take accountability for your mistake. So, for example, if I make a mistake, I'm going to always take accountability for it. You know, I have no problem with saying, okay, I messed up, I'm sorry, my bad, and then I can correct myself. You know, it's nothing wrong with that. But for me to make a mistake and then to blame you as if it was your fault that I made a mistake, that's what I mean. So always, you know, take accountability for your work you know and nobody's perfect so if you do make a mistake that's fine you know because it's always easier to you know and I know that this is a bad maybe not bad but it could be off topic but it popped in my head so I'm gonna say it anyway that at times it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission and so relating that to work that okay even if you mess up or something like that okay take responsibility for it because a person will would accept that honesty rather than you blaming them as if it was their fault even if they may have played a part in it still take responsibility for the part that you played and in a production there's a lot of different moving parts a lot of positions there's a lot of different roles being played, not just character roles, but there's a lot of roles in general. You know, a lot of things have to get done on a production. And so there's a lot of people and a lot of different minds and a lot of different attitudes and a lot of different outlooks and perspectives. And so if something goes wrong or if, you know, or if something doesn't happen as it should, somebody, you know, there's a, somebody obviously made a mistake but the thing is is that you don't want to just start pointing the finger at people and say oh you know this is your fault why this happened or this is your fault why this happened or you know why didn't you um why didn't you do this because everybody has a job you know in order for something to work everybody has to play their part everybody has to you know fill in where they fill in so it's like find where you fit in and do your job but you can't necessarily you know blame anybody for your mistakes so always always remember to take accountability um because it shows and it makes you more personable and people want to work with you more you know because there's nothing that i can't stand more than working with somebody who you know just wants to point the finger and, and and wants to make it seem as though that they have it all together and it's, you know, everybody else who, you know, is wrong or is who is making mistakes or who isn't living up to what they're supposed to do. No, you know, because nobody's perfect and everybody 
plays a part and so you know work with your people you know especially on a production but with other with other jobs too you know we can't let our egos get in the way of what we're trying to do because because in any position everybody is trying to be most times at least everybody is trying to be the best they can in that position no matter what it is you know if it's a PA if it's a director an AD um, costume crafty whatever have you you know if it's the MC whoever it is everybody's trying to be the best that they can be in their position and so with that you know if a mistake happens it's okay you know it's okay to make a mistake but don't ever take out your aggression on someone who you're working with because you made a mistake I just want to share that so always have accountability and it's important for professionalism because if you're going to have you know some type of longevity I feel like you have to be able to accept your mistakes because if you can't then how are you ever going to grow how are you how are you going to cheat to teach others how to follow what you did or if not to follow what you did how are you going to advise others if you can't even take responsibility for the part that you play in this whole thing so always 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 take accountability even if you're wrong take accountability because it shows honesty it shows character and a lot of individuals want to work with people who they feel like they can trust, who they can depend on, because everybody makes mistakes. You know, there's a human aspect to everything. So everybody makes mistakes. Everybody may forget something here and there. Nobody's perfect. And, but being able to be honest in that and, and be like, OK, yeah, I messed that up. You know, let me correct that. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it at all. So take accountability. And that's on all levels, you know, no matter what field you're working in, take accountability of what you do and if you make a mistake don't always try to you know point the finger to to kind of deflect blame off of you to make you look good because in the end it makes you look bad because in the end the individual who you're pointing the finger at they may be trying their best and you don't know what's on their plate so they may be trying their best and because you made a mistake and you think it's easier to push the blame off on them that's not right and that's going to come back to bite you as as karma does you know and, and even if you don't believe in karma because because not everybody believes in karma you should believe in you know what you put out you get back you know each action has an equal and the opposite reaction so however you see it what you put out is what you're gonna get back so keep that in mind um moving on and this kind of flows into what i was just um speaking of but order on set you know you in, in entertainment like I said in production I should say there's a lot of different things going on a lot of moving pieces a lot of moving people so you want to you want to have order on set and you want to be able to keep order on set so how uh oh hold on 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 sorry about that sorry about that that's a little uh, electronic issue. But anyways, you want to be able to have order. So the part that you play in that order is just doing your part and keeping keeping up with what you have to do and, 
and taking accountability for what you do or what you don't do. But keep order because you have to have order in order for things to work. Because if everything is just going all around and nobody's really organized, everybody's just kind of doing their own thing, you can't get anywhere like that. So keep that in mind and do your job and do your job to the best of your ability. And I'm sorry if you hear some sound in the background. Um, I live in the city, so it's always a little bit of noise. Um, excuse me about that. Um, but anyway, um, do your job and do it to the best of your ability, whatever that job is. So whatever your position is and whatever industry that you work in, do your job, do your part, because that's all that you can do. So do your part, do your job, and do it to the best of your ability. Um, you know, because you don't want to, you know, give anybody a half effort. So do your job to the best of your ability, and don't necessarily worry about what anybody else is doing. Worry about what you have to do. Do your part. Find where you fit in and do your part. And I say that because it's something that I always have to remind myself of too, that no matter what's going on around, whatever I'm cast to do or booked to do, that okay, I have to do that to the best of my ability. And what's going on around me, that's that, I can't do nothing about that because the only person who I can control is myself. And anybody listening, the only person who you can control is yourself because you're the one in your skin, in your body. So you can control that, but you can't necessarily control what somebody else does. You can tell somebody what to do. You can advise somebody on what to do, but at the end of the day, you can't control what they do because you're not in their body. You can only control you. So um, do your best, do your part, do your job, and let everything else handle itself. But Focus on what you have to do a part of that project, whatever that project is, or whatever job you're doing. Very important. Do your job. Um, as an artist, I would like to add on another on another topic that you don't want to waste an artist's time, and you and, and not just artists, but anybody, anybody. You you don't want to waste anybody's time. So. Even if it's not in production, entertainment, even if it's not in that field, you know, whatever field it's in, don't waste anybody's time. Um, if you're if you're cast to do a show or if you're booked to do, you know, any type of work or if you're hired to do a certain job, you know, do that. And if you're collaborating with others, you know, no matter what field it is, don't waste anybody's time because a lot of us and not just in entertainment but a lot of us as people is what I'm referring to we have a lot going on and nobody wants their time wasted why? because you can't get that back you can get back money you can get back possessions, things like that, but you can't get time back. You know, we don't have that ability to be able to rewind the clock and get that back. So don't waste anybody's time that you're working with. And I'm not trying to, you know, say that anybody listening does that. I'm just giving advice, you know, just for just for food for thought. 
that keep that in mind that other individuals time is as precious as yours is so how you view your time and how you view how precious your time is like um i've had people tell me all through the years that oh you know um my time and and oh you know um you know because a lot of times we'll assume that we know what other people are doing and we and we try to make decisions based and we try to make decisions for them you know but not necessarily knowing what all they have going on you know because none of us knows what each individual person has going on um so don't waste anyone's time don't waste anyone's time because time is precious we can't get that back so if you're gonna do a job do it if you're if you're the one hiring people to do a job take that seriously don't just you know hire people and kind of just you know play with their time um if you're hired to do a job you know don't just you know don't just play with it and not take it seriously do that job because you don't know what went into you know starting that project or or starting that company and you don't know what the overall you know goal is or what's going into it so you don't necessarily want to have anybody feel like you're wasting their time because then they won't hire you back and a lot of in a lot of industries a lot of it is you know uh experience and when people work with you that then if you do your job and you do your part and you execute well and you're on time and you know you're not causing friction with everybody and you're not you know making everybody feel uncomfortable and things like that then they'll want to work with you and they'll want to keep working with you and then like say if you're done with this project or if they're done or or you all collectively are done with this project when another project comes up they'll want to have you back because they enjoyed working with you and they enjoyed you know the the effort that you put in and you didn't waste anybody's time and you didn't waste your time and that shows and a lot of times that means a lot because in this industry you end up running into the same people over and over and over again and that's not a coincidence you don't run into the same people over and over and over again because oh you know it's just coincidence no you're putting in your work and if you're doing your job and you keep seeing, you know, same person, similar people, similar people, you know, especially in, you know, acting and and, and music because we all end up end up crossing paths, you know, because I've seen many of the same people on a bunch of different um, productions that I've done and they all haven't been the same production or with the same production company or, you know, it, and you end up crossing paths with the same people so treat people right because you never know when you might cross paths with them again but always do your job and do your best and don't waste anybody's time around you because you don't want to just start something and then not have any um progression not and not grow you want to be able to grow in whatever it is that you're doing so a part of that is taking it seriously taking your craft seriously you know no matter what level you're at take it seriously because if you do it shows because again a lot not again but a lot is done or a lot is 
communicated and shown without you even saying anything. So your attitude, you know, your body language, you know, how you're feeling inside is going to show on the outside. No matter if you think it doesn't, it does. Trust me. If you're feeling a certain way on the inside or if you're having certain thoughts on the inside or if you're, uh, I'm not going to take this seriously. If that's how you feel on the inside, trust me, it's going to show on the outside. No matter how perfect you think you are or how on point you think you are, it's going to show. So if your inside isn't isn't lined up to where it needs to be, it's going to show on the outside no matter what you say. Because a lot of times people can say things and, you know, oh, say, oh, I'm feeling this way or I'm thinking this and da, da, da. But when you look at them, you hear it, but you don't see it. But on other times when you're working with people, they'll say something and you'll hear it. But you can also see that it's genuine because you can see by their, you know, by their body language, by their tone, by their, you know, um, their demeanor, whatever word you want to use. But it shows. It really, really does show. So be authentic. Um, if you're not feeling something, be honest about it. You know, again, don't force anything because nothing forced is going to come out good. No matter how talented that you feel that you are, you can't force anything. You cannot force anything. Trust me. You, um, you may be able to get something done by force. Yeah, I'm not saying that it can't get done, but the effects of it is going to differ from if it's flowing right or if it's flowing correctly versus it being forced. It's going to come out different. I really wanted to just give some some insight in this episode and, um, and those opinions on really with just going with what's presented. Um, I hope that I was able to make sense to someone, even if it's just one person. I hope I made sense. If I didn't make sense, I apologize. I did not mean to ramble. I tried to stay on this topic as possible. Um, But again, we get better and better as we keep going. So as I keep going on this podcast, I'm going to get better and better. I'm going to be able to give you more and more and more. Um, But I hope I was able to give you something in what I said today. And... Before I end this podcast, I want to just say that always remember that everything happens for a reason. Um, Nothing is by mistake. Nothing is, oh, it just happened. No, every single thing happens for a reason. So every every step that you go through, every, you know, every downfall that you may have and and that's not and that's not just for artists and entertainers um and and that's not just in the entertainment field but that's across all you know all different aspects of work that everything happens for a reason so take everything as positively and optimistically as you can even if it is a negative initially still think about okay why is this happening because there's a reason for everything so if something happens or if something doesn't happen there's a reason for it and a lot of times we'll look outwardly to figure out okay why did this happen you know whose fault is this like i've noticed that a lot 
in corporate um, in corporate situations or even going back to what I was saying earlier in regards to accountability like if something doesn't happen someone will look for okay well who can I blame for this you know like a like um I know a lot of corporate a lot of corporate a lot of corporations in America um, the way it is ran that if you if something goes wrong that a lot of times they'll look for okay well who can we place the blame on this who can we blame for this so that that way we can uh you know we can take the pressure off of us as a company who can we say okay it's this person's fault you know we fired them so now we won't have this problem no more no that's not how it works because all you've done is you've you've you know you've put somebody out of a job but you haven't actually solved whatever uh chink in the chain whatever you know problem that it is in the system of your corporation, you haven't solved that problem necessarily. Yeah, you've let this person go, but still there's more to it than that. So don't always look outwardly, always first look inwardly. So whenever anything happens, whether it's positive or negative, you know, look inwardly to see, okay, well, what did I do? What part did I play in order to affect this outcome? You know, whether it be positive or negative, always look inside before you look outside. It's very important, but it's hard because our eyes are faced outward, so we're looking out all the time. But if you can take some time, be patient, look inward, and see what you can do that you know can help fix this situation moving forward, or that'll present a similar situation from happening. Before you look outwardly and point the blame, that's very important. And that goes into accountability as well. Always have accountability for your actions and for what happens along the way. Because, again, nobody can be in your body but you. Nobody can make your body move but you. Nobody can make your, your mouth move but you. So always keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Um, and appreciate each step of the process. This goes, this goes to any artist out there, no matter what you do, no matter what genre, uh, and and also to anybody who's working in a, in a field that's outside of entertainment, no matter what you do, appreciate each step of the process because each step, sorry, I don't know if you guys can hear it, it's a helicopter flying over, I'm going to give it just a second. Sorry about that, but appreciate each step of the process appreciate each thing that happens because everything that happens and that comes along the way is for a reason there's a reason why you're presented certain things and that's why i started this episode with you know go with the current go with what's present because it's a reason why you're being presented this is a reason why this is happening is a reason why you didn't get this job or it's the reason why you got this job over this job or, or it's the reason why you got cut from this job or fired from this job it's the reason why you had this conflict now and not a couple months ago you know it's a reason for everything is basically what i'm trying to say but appreciate each one of those moments appreciate them learn from them one thing that i've learned with working in entertainment is that you know each step each step is just you know experience 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 learn from it learn from it learn from it and it's something that i have to tell myself all the time and it's something that i want to give to other artists out there that learn from everything that you do every um 
Every great moment and every disappointing moment. Take something from them. Learn from them. See how you can apply what you've learned to your next project or your next step in whatever it is that you're trying to do. Always learn from it. Um, yeah, and just keep a, keep as positive as an outlook as you can. I know it's tough in certain aspects. You know, a lot of times, you know, um, as an artist, uh, money is a major issue. So you may not, be, you know, get, you know, certain... Um, certain things that you would like to have based on the amount of work that you've put in but a lot of times just have patience have patience things will work out you know if you believe that things will work out they will work out if you believe that they won't and and that you know woe is me that's what's gonna happen to you you know they won't work out now I can't say that definitively because you know God works in mysterious ways you know for uh, for anybody who is a believer, um, but always, always stay as optimistic as possible. Look on the bright side of things. Look at how you can get better as an artist, as an entertainer. Look at how you can perfect your craft. Look at you know the last job you did, and okay, what can you do differently to make yourself better for the next one? Always, always try to make yourself better. Um, and I don't, and I didn't mean to ramble on. I'm not sure how long this podcast has been going on this episode, but I appreciate you f- for listening. If you did make it to this part of the podcast, thank you so much. I hope that I gave you something that you can hold on to and use in your field, um, going down whatever road that you're going down. I hope that you can use it. I hope that it made sense. If you want to leave a comment, feel free to leave a comment. Just so everybody knows, the podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Pod, um, Amazon, um, uh, YouTube. What else? It's another one. It's not coming to me, but wherever you find this podcast, um, if you want to leave a comment, please do. Again, my YouTube handle is Mr. C-L-K. So M-R-C-L-K. If you want to find it on YouTube, um, if you want to send me a message on YouTube, feel free. If you want to send a message to the podcast, if you want to collaborate with the podcast, be a part because I always want anybody if you're an artist or not an artist, if you have something to contribute, if you have, you know, some advice or some words of wisdom that you want to give to the people, you know, please reach out to me. I would love to have you on. I would love to work with you because, again, I don't know everything. I only know what I know. So, you know, what you know may be able to help someone in a way that I haven't been able to. So if anybody wants to reach out, Um, to collaborate or if you have a certain topic that you're really looking for or if you have a certain issue that you're um, struggling with in regards to you know work or entertainment and you want that topic kind of expanded on please feel free to reach out Um, the email for the podcast is the title acting on the run at AOL.com. So the title of the podcast is Acting on the Run. The contact for the podcast is Acting on the Run at AOL.com. That's A-C-T-I-N-G 
O-N-T-H-E-R-U-N at AOL.com. So please feel free, reach out, comment, you know, if you just want to say, hey, I'm all down for it. But I appreciate you. I appreciate everybody for listening. I appreciate all the first-time listeners. I appreciate those who have been listening since episode one. I appreciate those who have been listening since episode 14. You know, it it really doesn't matter. Well, it, it does matter. I don't want to say it like that. But wherever you jumped into this podcast, I appreciate you for jumping into it. And I appreciate you for giving me your ear and taking the time to have me try to give you something you know out of my heart so i appreciate that um and again you know be as optimistic as possible wake up with the optimistic mindset and i promise you you will get to where you want to be never give up never give up um i'll do the next podcast episode number 16 it's gonna come real soon I know, you know, I know time does pass, but time is subjective, you know, so um, I will be back soon. And I can't wait to talk to you guys. I can't wait to hear from you guys. Anybody who does want to comment and chit chat, I can't wait to hear from you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again. I can't thank you enough for listening and tuning in. And I will talk to you on the next one. I love you all. Peace.